All right, y'all. So I'm back again um, with another interview, right? So, you know, if you tuned in yesterday, now don't be expecting no interviews every day. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be doing all that because y'all know I'm y'all know I'm an elder. I gotta sleep. I got a rest, so don't be expecting no interviews every day. But I decided to give y'all some, you know what I'm saying. Give y'all some back to back this this round, you know what I'm saying. So thank y'all once again tuning in. Also oh, dope. Thank y'all for following me on uh, all the social media platforms. I definitely appreciate it. I definitely appreciate the love from the interview last night. Like y'all was calling me and being all motivational and all that kind of stuff, you know, what friends do or whatever. So, uh, don't forget, um, interviews is on YouTube. It's on Facebook. Y'all follow me on Instagram, Apple podcast, Google podcast, Spotify, Amazon, all that good stuff. Don't forget I'm on everything. So, um, I might be on a couple more platforms. We'll, We'll wait and see how that go. You know what I'm saying? So then also don't forget every Wednesday, me, my boy Munchie, DJ, we are on KHAM Radio, www.khamradio.com every Wednesday, 730. So today is Tuesday. So tomorrow that, need, that means y'all need to tune in KHAM Radio with the crew because we just be going in on everything. So definitely appreciate y'all on it. So who I'm about to interview now. I really like, I don't know. I hope y'all looking forward to this. The, this is one of my uh, comedic friends, by the way. He's actually a comedic genius. Like this boy does like, I call this my, this my young tender right here. This is my young tender, young tender. This boy right here does everything. I'm actually really excited. See, yeah, I go out the way for this dude. Like it's, Y'all know it's past my bedtime, so I go out the way for this cat right here. Like, it's my young tender right here. So, y'all, I'm going to give y'all one hot minute to get ready for this interview, and then we going in with it. So, let's get it. What is going on, my friend, my young tender? Man, my fucking feet hurt. We walking, we down here in Austin, uh, trying to get some open mics and shit. And I'm tired of walking. I understand. Yeah, I completely understand. So, uh, go ahead and tell us about yourself. 
Uh, I'm insane. I, I do too many things. Uh, trying to figure it out, bro. I, I don't know. I've been drawing since I could pick up a pencil, and that shit turned into. Uh, I think that shit turned into music, and then music turned into comedy, and I do all of that shit. Graphic design. Uh, running from up. Uh, running from child support. All that shit. <laughs> running from child support, boy, you wild. Well, you yeah, wild, yeah, and y'all, it's very true. This this boy does, this boy really does everything. So I think when I first heard about you, it was some years ago, probably. I think it was, I think it was comedy first, and then music. It's probably music. You think it was music probably first? Music. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't so, remember. I was really in music, by, uh, probably by. Well, I started about ten years ago, but I think I was really big about seven years ago, and then like six years ago, that's when I really started to play comedy series. Okay. Comedy okay. Series. Yeah. And then you also do graphics. Right. Yeah. Graphic design. And, How did you uh, get into the graphics? I uh I got a MacBook for Christmas or my birthday or something. And then I had a homie who had all that stuff, and he gave me a legal version of Photoshop, and I just mm-hmm. kind of like taught myself how to use that. And then I got real into because I was a big fan of like Pharrell. And, you know, he had a clothing line called uh, Ice Cream, mm-hmm. and I liked the way that stuff looked, but I never knew how to do it. So I tried to teach myself how to do it, and I figured out about found out about bait. I was like, how do they make their designs look so crisp? So I just did a bunch of research and I found out what what uh what software they use. So I kind of just pretty much everything I do I'm self-taught. I just get interested in some shit and then I'm like, yeah, I gotta figure this out. I don't know, I'm crazy like that. Uh, I believe you. I believe but look, hey, when when it's self is your 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 craft means more to you when it's self-taught. Definitely, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I just, it's a love for I just I got a love for stuff like I like fonts. Like the way words look, like if I see a flyer and they ain't use the right words, it bothers me a little bit. I'm like OCD with that shit. No, I, I get it. Trust me. When I see, when I see, being that I do graphic design and stuff like that, when I see people flyers and it's off, I'm like, oh my god, who chose that font? Who took the picture? Who arranged it like that? Uh. Yeah, baby shower flyer with Comic Sans. I'm like, nigga, dude. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I most, I most definitely understand. Out of, out of all of the, out, out of all of the things that you do, um, from the music, which you make good music as well. Um, so between the music, the graphics, um, and comedy, what's your favorite? It's so hard to say. I really, if I had to say anything, it'd probably be the comedy. Okay, and why? It's, I just, when I do, when I get on stage, I went through a period, like, I think it was two years ago. I had sold my house to do this shit. I sold my house to move, but I didn't end up moving to the move because some shit came up. But, so I basically, like, couch surfing for, like, eight months on my homie mama couch. And I ain't had no haircut. I was just, I was damn near wearing the same five outfits every week. Mm-hmm. But I was just thugging with the shit. But, like, I was going through a lot of depression. But every time I hit the stage, like, I just felt different. Yeah. All, the, all the problems went away. Like, as soon as I hit this, I'll be nervous when I get on stage. But as soon as I hit it, like, something else take over. Not to sound like cliche or weird or nothing, but that's, that's legit how I be feeling. So, 
No, I get it. I get it. I get it. So comedy helped you deal. Comedy helped you deal with your depression. For sure, it, it helped me deal with just like life in general. Cause life is trash. I be feeling like it's so crazy, but once I get, once I get that mic in my hand, like it's different. I feel like everything gonna be cool. Okay. Like no, nah, I get it. So tell me about your first comedy show. My first one when I was in the fourth grade for a talent show. Uh, I seen, I seen Eddie Murphy Delirious for the first time because I love his movies and shit. And we went to Hollywood Video when it was over there by the Super One. And we used to go there all the time. My people used to take me there all the time. And I was used to seeing Eddie Murphy movies, but I never seen a standard. So when I watched it, that was kind of like a turning point because I, I used to love like Sinbad when I was little, but I didn't really understand. I just saw a man on stage being funny, but it didn't really click until I saw Delirious. And then it was time for the, the the talent show in my school and I was like, I want to do comedy. So I had like practiced three jokes and then I forgot the last joke when I was on stage and I just made some up on the spot and it killed. And then ever since then, I just felt, I felt like I had to do it. Okay. 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 Um, okay. So what made you move to Austin, Texas? I wanted to get out of here three years ago because a lot of the podcasts I listen to, the um, the comedians I listen to that have podcasts, I started to notice that they were all moving down here one by one. And I was going to try to move to Austin or LA. I mean, not Austin or LA, uh, New York or LA. But uh, I really wanted to go to New York because that's like where I feel like the comedy nerds are. So I want to get out in that environment. But then uh, I started to hear about Austin and I saw how much Dave Chappelle was coming out here and the time. So grew up playing to move down here. So I was like, Something in Austin about to happen. Then I heard about Joe. He was about to open up a club. So like, now I need to be here before everybody moves and uh, just try to, you know, better my craft and get rub shoulders with the people that do it for real. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took me three years, but that's why I came out. The, the mission never changed. It's 11,000 comedians out here now, but it's still cool. So that's why I came out here. Was like, how, how do you like it so far? I hated it when I first got out here. Cause I'm used to, I'm used to people in the audience, and I got out here, and it was just like it seemed like every open mic was just like seven niggas that tell jokes, and that's it. And you don't want to tell jokes in front of comedians, and that's it. Cause every comedian think they shit is better than yours, so they're not gonna laugh with you. Well, most of them. You got you got some arrogant comedians that's like, oh my stuff is smarter, and I don't like silly jokes. So it's like, bro, whatever whatever your style of comedy is, you got an audience. Whether you're smart, you tell pussy jokes, you tell knock knock jokes, it don't matter. If somebody gonna listen, you can find your audience. But some people are like pretentious about the shit. So I didn't like that. But then as I kept going, I started to find mics that I like where it's people there. So it got real better. And then uh, I got a homie, Jordan J. Uh, he's been making a lot of moves out here. He got me on a uh, show with a couple of guys that have been doing a Kill Tony show. But it was like my first big show out here. And that was my second my second week being out here. So I was like, that felt good. But I wanted to see what I can do like without somebody just being like, hey, put this man on the show. But it's been going better. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah. where do you get your? Where does you? Where does you? Cause you wild. You, you, you <laughs> that's the way. That's all. I don't even know. Like, like I, I honestly, I have absolutely like no. Like you are so talented at everything you do. I absolutely have. I absolutely have no words to describe you, or I have no. 
I have no words to describe you. I have no category to put you in, like, at all. Like That means a lot, because I agree. I don't know what to say about myself either. And I feel bad because I'm not funny in interviews. I'm funny on stage. So, like, even when I started doing comedy, niggas would be like, okay, funny. But then, like, it takes so much for people to believe that shit, because it's like they expect every comedian to be a clown 24-7. You know what I'm saying? So if they experience like your real life, they're like, well, this this make me feel bad. You depressed. I don't like this. Say some say something funny. But mm-hmm. like I, I had to do a lot to prove myself and I'm I'm actually proud of myself, but I, I don't know how to describe it. I just I am crazy. It's hell, um, yeah. <laughs> so where where does your where does your um where does your inspiration or your, your motivation like where does that come from? Uh, inspiration, I would have to say just to, I love the art form because we're able to be as honest and open as we want to be and still have fun with it. Like, one thing, like one of my favorite comedians, uh, Eddie Murphy and Dave Chappelle, they both had this thing where they can be as raw and filthy as they want to be, but then also you can leave with some truth. They more so than Eddie when it comes to that. Eddie's just wild, but mm-hmm. you feel like when you watch somebody like Dave, you can it's cliche to say that shit, but like you really do, you can learn a lot from him. And he, he's real good at giving his perspective without giving his perspective. You know what I'm saying? So I like, I like to be able to do shit like that. That's what kind of like inspires me to do it. But there's other people like Vincent Bryant. Um, really, one big inspiration is doing this as well and better as I do it allows you to meet people that you, that you wouldn't have never met before, that you look up to. And that's one of the, the best things to me about it besides doing it is I've worked with people that I used to watch on TV. Right. And that shit still blows my mind. Because I don't think I'm like, I ain't, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm the funniest person. Like, nah, I know I'm funny, but it's, it's crazy how, what, how many doors and shit open. And, uh, I think uh, another thing that life also, too, just to be able to, I can't afford therapy, so I just go on stage and talk shit. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, young black man is all the motivation okay. I need. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so um I just saw a post recently that you posted. I don't know if I can't remember if I saw it on Facebook or Instagram, whichever one I what was the post? Because I said you made my eyes sweat with it. What was oh, it? It was probably on Facebook. I don't remember what it was though. I didn't post so much shit on there. I be forgetting like people, grandmas is friends with me on that. I, just, I, I don't know. You made my eye, you made my eyes sweat. I forgot, and I can't even ask questions because I forgot, I forgot what it was about. But you made my eyes sweat with one of the posters. Sometimes you get so you get so deep, you get so deep with your comedy and your questions yeah. sometimes, and it, it just because I done been there, done it. It just kind of cut my soul right up in this. T- it kind of cut my soul right up in this area right here. You know what I'm saying? So make my eyes sweat is make my eyes make my eyes. That's make my eyes sweat a little bit. But I didn't ask you. Matter of fact, you just recently started a new company, correct? Yeah, I did. Tell us about that. So I'm trying to do. I've been doing it for a while. I just didn't really have like a company now. I was just doing it freelance. But basically, uh, what we're doing is. I had always had these ideas and business ideas and I try to start businesses, but then like they wouldn't stay stagnant because you know, you need funding and time. And if you got, if you're trying to do 10 different things, you don't have enough time for them all to go anywhere. So I realized 
the missing piece I needed was instead of trying to start them was to create a concept and try to sell them. So I'm trying to focus on packaging up these ideas I have and finding people that want to run businesses but don't have any ideas for them or just want to put some money into something and mm-hmm. sell them to them for either, you know, a percentage of their profits or just buy them out completely. And also uh, social media marketing, because like I said, graphic design work, and different kind of social media marketing. I do that for myself already. And, um, but uh, I do that for myself already and a few other clients I have, a few comedians and shit. So that's kind of what we're focusing on basically. And what what and what is the name of that company again? Uh, and, and How did you come up with that that name? It's real like simple because everything like I I've noticed like when you come up with the name like everything is simple to the point. Bam. I lo- I'm, I'm really in love with like minimal design. I like the the complexity of finding uh, beauty and simple things, and it's way harder than people think. Because you know, it's like oh we just do something, but it's like even with design, even if it's a very minimal design, it takes it takes work to get there, to deconstruct something and to just make it more functional. But I got, and I was trying to think of something that was, um, that fits with how my brain works. Cause I'm always like, and I do this and I do this. And so it's like, mm-hmm. that's kind of where it come from. And then also I kind of took something from Apple. Like the reason why the name is Apple. So it's like one of the first things you find, like if you got a list of companies, Apple would be at the top for a marketing thing because it starts with an A. So I tried to find something like two, so it just, and just work. I'm insane. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, my God. Yo, yo, that's dope. That's dope. So to everybody who just um who just coming in or popping on, I got the P-A-T-E-E-E. Oh, <laughs> I got the Martin Pugh. Um oh. he's in Austin, Texas, walking the streets right now. But hey, this is how in, this is how interviews go sometimes. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry about this shit too. I'm not on the street and shit. Ah, uh-uh, no, look, no biggie. It, look, we busy people. That's why I tell people. That's why sometimes I don't announce when I have the interview because I'm trying to get people that schedule just as busy as mine. So we just gotta. For sure. You just gotta, you know what I'm saying? You just gotta link up. You just gotta link up. Okay. Anybody has any other questions for Mark? Mark. Please go ahead and put them in the comment section so we can uh we can get some answers for you. Um, so my next question is, where do you see yourself in a, in a few years? Like, where do you yeah. see yourself going? Where, where do you see yourself going with all the things that you do? Where you see yourself going? I'm really trying to deconstruct from doing so many things. I'd rather get into a position where I can delegate. As far as like the graphic design and shit, I got a bunch of homies that do the same shit I do. So mm-hmm. I'd rather be able to just bring the business and delegate it to them so we both make paper. Because I'm really just trying to focus on comedy like full time. Like I don't, because my mind, like I get attached to shit and I want to do this and that. So I'd rather just have one focus because that's how I got so much better faster with the comedy shit because I put everything else on the back end and started focusing more on that. And uh, it's taken me a lot farther than I would have got trying to do everything at the same time. So in the next few years, my plan is to be on um, constant tour dates wherever I can. You know what I'm saying? Any stage I can hit. Um, I don't really want to be famous for vanity reasons. It's just it makes it easier to get money if people know who you are. You know mm-hmm. People know who I am. They're willing to come out to a show. 
so and I like to try to make every experience uh, as different as possible. I want to try to say the same jokes all the time, even though that's what comedy is. Sometimes you're saying the same shit to different people, but you know, I, I just like to have fun when I go on stage. So if I can consistently get paid with that shit, I'm cool. Yeah, see, I don't like hearing the same jokes out. That's me. It's hard to, yeah. I I don't like hearing the same. That they kind of they kind of puts a frown on my face a little bit. So that's why when I when I used to be on the stage heavily, like I always came with some different. Like I never like first of all, I don't even write jokes, so I probably don't even remember what I said the last time I was on. If if I was on stage, I don't even remember what I said because I don't write my I don't write jokes. Like I I get on stage and go for it if I'm on the mic. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but when I hear the same jokes, I'm like, mm. yeah. Yeah. and they then they, they don't deliver it differently. I'm like, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Some yeah. people just read shit. Yeah, yeah. And then once you get it, like, I, cause I tell people, once you get into, um, once you get into comedy, you look at comedy different. So it's like now when I look at uh like comedy movies or people stand up i don't laugh because i'm not i be looking for other stuff so i'm looking for the jokes i'm looking at the delivery i'm listening to the punchlines. it's like a whole new ball game when you really get into comedy you look at comedy differently because you don't really laugh at half the stuff you're looking at yeah, it really fucks the experience up because I, I find myself watching people sets and i tell them like i know what, what joke is coming up i can't even be surprised i'm like okay i can see where they're going with that one I can't even just sit and enjoy the show because I'm like, it doesn't stop after that. Okay. Look, I got a question. I got a question from one of the Facebooks. Hey, Ron Smith, how are you? Uh, Hey, Ron. Ron? So, um, his question is, where do you get your material from, and is family off limits? Fuck no, family is not off limits. I got a joke about my mama friend that's trying to fuck me. And my mama hate that I use her real name. And I'm like, it don't work if I don't use that lady name. It's so funny. And I, my, most of my material comes from, like, stupid thoughts I have. Or, like, real shit. You know, I might embellish it a little bit. But something like that, my life is really crazy as hell. So sometimes I just tell stories that actually happen. Fuck <laughs> no, it's not off limits. <laughs> look, when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to comedy, ain't nothing off limits. Look. Everything, everything is fair game. Oh, everything is everything is fair game. So y'all get it, get out of live. This yeah. <laughs> great quote somebody said. He said sometimes, well, it's like uh, sometimes the funniest shit to say is mean. But mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm saying it because it's funny. So it's like a lot of people misunderstand that shit when they watch comedy. They feel like it's gotta make you feel good. I think the best comedians make you think. Even if it's a, a shit joke, it still makes you think about life and question your morals. I like when I can make somebody laugh at some shit they're not supposed to laugh at, or they feel like they're not supposed to laugh at. Maybe yeah. cover their mouth. It's my favorite shit. Love it. And, and the, the the times I have seen you, I don't know how many times I've seen you perform, but the times I've seen you perform, your crowd control is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. The crowd control. I, I used to preach when I was like seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to like, yeah. go and do sermons at church and shit. Okay. Like I've been on stage for a long time and been in front of people. My mom used to look at me crazy. She's like, how can you do that at such a young age? I'm like, I don't know. Because I don't like attention like that. You know what I'm saying? 
But just right. being on stage, it's, it's a different, it's a different type of thing. It's cool. Okay. This yeah. When I be on stage, my first thought is I'm ready to go home. <laughs> but you just want to go to sleep. I just want to go to sleep. You at home right now? You like I want to go home. Listen, looking at the bed like soon as an interview over with, I'm hopping in that thing. I'm surprised you're not doing it from your couch. I think you know I will though. <laughs> that be you know I will. You know I will, man. So, is there a comedy club? Or city that you would like to perform it that you haven't performed it yet. I wanna I wanna get my ass kicked in New York. Like they're really harsh. So I wanna yeah. experience this because that's really that 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 makes you a different type of monster if you can go in and rock and crowd in New York. And I've never been, but I, I studied this shit a lot so I see what it's like. But I wanna experience that. Got a lot of okay. we've done that. So New York for sure. I would say LA, but I'm, I don't I don't really care too much about Hollywood like that. Okay. Okay. So speaking of studying, who do you who do you study? Um shit. Uh, Dave obviously, uh Eddie Murphy, I'm a big Eddie Murphy fan. I like to look at all the cats. Uh weird people too, like Lewis Black. Like you probably won't hear a black dude say, I like Lewis Black, but he's one of my favorites. Yeah. There's a guy named Rosio Vance, Vincent Bryant. Shit, uh, even the homies I do like Trey Mack, Scooby, like I look mm -hmm. at, I get inspired by the homies too because they just everybody's so good at what they do, and it's just like I'm just waiting for one of these niggas to be famous because I'm like I don't know how this shit ain't happened yet. But mm -hmm. that, that's where a lot of my inspiration comes from. My friends that do this shit. Hey, I'm Mask. How are you? Thank y'all everybody for tuning in. I got look Z T H E E E E E E E. Mark Few. Like Meg Why you like a bad bitch? That's what's up. <laughs> I got Mark Few. He's he's a he's a resident of Austin, Texas now. He's the moving. He's ele he out here elevating or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? He, he walking the streets. Next time I'm in Austin, though, I'm gonna make sure I hit you up. I haven't been to Austin in a hot minute because I'm usually down there for some better rap stuff or whatever. So. You yeah. need to check them out too. I don't know when they got another event coming up, but if they got an event, I'm usually, I'm usually down. Sure, yeah, let me know. Sure. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. so do you have any advice for comedians that are starting out? Uh, get on stage as much as possible. Uh, whoever, whatever makes you laugh. Um, let that shit inspire you. You don't have to try to be like your favorite comic because that's not your style. You used to have your favorite comic to study other people. Study everything and get on stage. Watch mm -hmm. any kind of comedy, all the comedy you can, and uh, focus on being funny first. Not important. There's a lot of motherfuckers that want to be important first. You gotta be funny. No, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. Mm -hmm. It don't work like that. So, so what do you do to work on your craft every day? If I'm not hitting the stage, I'm usually watching a documentary or um, interview. I watch interviews, documentaries, um, specials, 30-minute specials, 15-minute specials, hour specials. Mm -hmm. I, find, I kind of try to find who I like and what type of stuff I like and just enjoy them. I have so many videos on my hard drive that I just rip from my YouTube and shit. And mm -hmm. videos I go back. And I kind of study like homework. And it's, it's, I don't know, but the best teacher is really the stage. You know, so you yeah, absolutely. 
You know, Absolutely. It's, it's always, a, always a process of figuring out what works. It never goes away. People are like, man, yeah. I can't wait till I can't bomb no more. You will bomb. Even if you get great, you will bomb sometime. The thing is, oh, yeah. recover, you know, shit like that. But yeah, the, the best thing is to hit the stage as much as you can. I fucking, when I first started back for real, I went and found, I tried to find any place with a microphone. Like I go to an open mic night and they were just doing music. And I just asked them like, you mind if I just like talk some shit on the mic? And they were like, go ahead. And then it was just like, from then they started doing comedy because they just had such a great time. They had a break from niggas playing on banjos and guitars and shit. It was like, okay. They had some entertainment other than people trying to live out a fair music career. So it was cool. I was the youngest person in there and the blackest, but it was fun. It was fun my, my partner, um, Clyde, this motherfucker, he is such, he the most tenacious person I know in this comedy shit that I know personally. Probably even out of famous people too. He went and bought a microphone and a little boom box and shit. We used to go to skate parks and just do comedy and nobody asked for it. We just go outside and turn the mic on and shit. So. Mm-hmm. Like you, if you want it, you'll find a way to do it. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Oh, yeah. Well, I definitely, most definitely. Oh, go ahead and give us your your social media stuff so we can follow you on social yeah. media. Everything is Mark Q Junior with Jr. Uh, Instagram is M A R K P U G H J R. Facebook is just Mark Q. Uh, but it's too open. My dad and I. You froze up. Oh, shit. Oh, you froze up. Photo or you froze up? Oh. Damn. Am I back? Yeah, you back. Give us your social media info again. Okay, I don't know what. Ha- okay, did he hop on again? Okay, hold on, y'all. Okay. Ah uh, yeah. But yo, I don't know what I was saying. I was like, yeah, it's two, uh, it's two more pews. I'm the one that don't look like an old ass man. Yeah, that's my dad. Give it, give it, give us the info one more time in case somebody didn't catch you. <laughs> uh, M A R K P U G H J R on Instagram and wherever else. I, I think I got a Twitter, but I don't use that bitch that much. But I'm mostly active on Instagram. And uh, you can catch me on Facebook at M-A-R-K-P-U-G-H. Again, not the old dude, but the nigga that looks like me, look for him. <laughs> All right, y'all. So uh, thank y'all so once again. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. This is another this is day two of it. This is the second day I done gave y'all a, a, a nice interview from a talented person. So don't ask me for nothing else for the rest of the week, okay? So this is the part, huh? You need a day off. You work too hard. I look. 
I don't even want to. I don't think people see. I don't think people understand it. They don't. They don't you know, I don't. I don't. I don't be. I don't be posting about it. So you know, people don't really, really know how hard I be going here grinding daily, daily. So this is this is the part of the. Uh, this is the end of the interview. So. This is the part where I let let my guests lose about whatever type of advice, motivation, or whatever you whatever you want to say. It, it's it's about to be on you. So y'all don't forget to continue to follow me on all my social media platforms. I'm on KM Radio every Wednesday. I could possibly be on some more platforms soon. If I say yes, maybe we'll see how that goes. So I appreciate all the love and motivation, and I'm about to let. I'm about to let Mark Pugh do his thing. Oh yeah, uh, I do. I want to say thank you, Ron, real quick for uh, inviting me on and letting me talk some shit for a minute. Um, as far as motivation goes, man, if you love something, keep doing that shit. Uh, sometimes you ain't gonna have the motivation, but let the fact that you ain't made it yet be your motivation. I don't know how to end this shit, um, but I don't know. Uh, Stop having kids. You got too many already. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you need to hear that shit. Probably talking to myself. Um, and don't let these kids fuck your dreams up. Uh, and stop, stop eating coochie without a jumper down. Y'all have a good night.